persons next. Have you been talking to my assistant? He said, wagging his finger at her in a you-naughty-thing fashion. He stopped and turned to face her, taking a big breath before he chose his next words. Look, Rosie, there is something I need to talk to you about, something important. He saw a flicker of a frown cross her face and realised she thought it was bad news. No, no, nothing bad. It's good news. She leaned forwards, an expectant look on her face. You mean you're finally... The crunch of approaching footsteps on the gravel path made her pause. They stepped back slightly from each other. He turned and looked up the path. He heard her say hello to the passerby, and then watched the back of the young man as he carried on towards the gardens. Do you know him? he asked, when he thought the student was out of earshot. No, just being friendly. It's a big campus, and despite what you may think, I don't actually know everyone, she said. Why? Are you jealous? He gave her a, yeah, right, look, and motioned with his head for them to keep on walking. They were now under the canopy of the trees, making their way by what little light filtered through. See how dark it gets in here. I really don't like you walking this way now the days are getting shorter. You don't know what weirdos could be here lying in wait for a lovely creature like you. It's very flattering that you worry so much, but I feel quite safe. If it'll make you feel better, I'll start walking along the road when it gets too dark. They shut the gates to the gardens earlier in winter, so I won't have any choice soon. They came to a massive pine tree, its branches thin and octopus-like, reaching out into the bush. A small path disappeared through the undergrowth beside it. Come down here where we won't be disturbed. I really need to talk to you. He grabbed her by the hand and led her down the path. She had to skip to keep up with him. The gravel ended, and they walked a hundred metres along a mown grass verge bordering the leith until they came to a small clearing at the river's edge. He looked around to make sure they didn't have any spectators, but there was no one visible. His pulse began to beat faster. His face felt hot. He took her hands in his. He couldn't feel her soft skin, as they were both wearing gloves to ward off the chill. Look, you know I love you, and that you are the woman for me. Because of my commitments, I haven't been able to be with you all the time, and you've been very patient. But I'd like that to change. Her face lit up with that beautiful smile. Oh, my God! You're going to leave her, aren't you? You're finally going to leave her! She peered straight into his eyes, searching his face for his response. He simply nodded, and with that she threw her arms round his neck and he swung her off her feet with a momentum. When her feet landed on solid earth, she planted a kiss on his mouth. Her lips felt cold but incredibly soft. He didn't want to pull away, but he did, and laughed. Wait, wait, there's more. He stepped back, creating a space between them, I want to give you something as a sign of my commitment, a promise that you are the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. Close your eyes and hold out your hands. The sight of her, gorgeous, flushed with excitement, jiggling up and down, brought a lump to his throat and filled him with a moment of apprehension for what he was about to do. But no, he had come this far. He had planned and worked so hard for this moment. He took a deep breath and reached into his pocket.
It only took a second to slip the already looped tie around her outstretched wrists and pull it tight. In the time it took for her eyes to flash open and her to start saying, What? What are you doing? I don't... He had pulled the tape out of his pocket, ripped it open and slapped it across her mouth and round the back of her head. By this time, terror had registered in her eyes and she ducked down and turned, trying to run. He anticipated her actions and tripped her, making her fall, elbows first to the ground. She tried to wriggle forwards, but was hindered by a large rock. He stood over her, straddling her back. Her damn backpack made the job more difficult, but he managed to grab her by the head and slam it hard over and over into the rock. There was a cracking noise. And then, silence. She went limp in his hands, so he dropped her head onto the grass. He was panting, heavily, and had to hold his breath so he could listen and look around, making sure there were no witnesses. All was silence and gloom.